recap shows better give me a reason it's the 14th episode of the fourth season it's the 14th episode of the fourth season it's the 14th episode of the fourth season 414 all right welcome to 414 the only podcast that i'm aware of that covers the 14th episode of the fourth season of various shows on television uh I guess they don't have to be on television anymore. They could have been on television, but television shows nonetheless. 30 Rock, Season 4, Episode 14, Future Husband. This episode premiered on March 11th, 2010 on NBC. It was written by uh, Tracy Wigfield and others. Who is it? Tracy Wigfield and John Holler. And Tina Fey also has a writing credit, but I think it's just because she created it. Uh, this episode was directed by Don Scardino. Don't know why it's such a big mystery. Can you talk about the show and your history with it? Is it your favorite of all time? Is it just okay? Do you find it quite sublime? Have you never seen it before? Will you ever again? Please just tell us so the song can end. I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory about my relationship with 30 Rock, uh, as as we do here on this show. Um, I mean, this might be the first episode, I don't know. This is the first episode I'm recording, I don't know if it'll be the first one out. But yeah, that's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to give us some background on what I have seen of these shows or what I know about them uh, leading into these episodes. So 30 Rock is a show that was on NBC for... A while. <laughs> I'm not going to get too much into the weeds, I guess, about the show itself, more my relationship with it. Um, I watched the first few episodes when it originally aired, um, but I was actually more of a fan of another very similar premise show, although a drama called Sunset uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. And I liked that show a lot more. I stopped watching 30 Rock, just wasn't my thing, wasn't feeling it. Um, I've since then had many, many recommendations of people telling me to go back and watch 30 Rock, and I tried it once a few years ago. I watched an episode or two, um, probably on Netflix or wherever it was available then, and it still was like, meh, not really my thing. Um, eventually, uh, got through, I just checked here on Netflix, I got through six episodes of the first season and thought it was all right. I remember thinking, this isn't as bad as I thought, but at the same time, not good enough for me to really want to sit down and watch it. Um, I've maybe seen some random one-off episodes or parts of episodes since then, um, or like throughout, you know, its run on TV and then up till now. Um, I'm not confident with saying that I've seen more than the six full episodes. However, so when I hopped into this one, I will say I had very little context or idea of what's going on currently in the fourth season of this show. Obviously, I know some characters like Liz Lemon, um, Alec Baldwin's character Jack Donaghy, um, Jack McBrayer's character. Uh, you know, like those those people, I'm familiar with the characters. Uh, however, I don't know if there's like an overall story that I'm missing out on. Um, Elizabeth Banks is in this episode, and I did not even know she was on the show at all. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I don't really know what's going on in the context of the show. This ain't no joke, man. I ain't making your knees slab. Now this is the segment, and we call it the recap. All right, what's going on in this episode? Liz Lemon uh, is looking for 
looking through her phone for Frank and finds a contact called Future Husband, hence the title of the episode. And she's like, who is this? I can't figure out who this is. Um, She through, you know, I'm not going to explain everything that happens, but she figures out that she met this guy at the dentist's office. So she uh, comes up with a little scheme to get him to go back to the dentist's office, goes there, meets him. And this guy is named Wesley and he's played by Michael Sheen. Um, They go have coffee together or lunch or something and they find out that they have very little in common and it does not go very well um then a b plot which is maybe or a c plot really a d plot i don't know it's a much lower down plot is that uh, jack mcbrayer's character kenneth um throws his wallet out the window to prove that good things like things will work out um what i find stupid about that plot line isn't that part of it but inside his wallet, he kept a prescription that he needs. Um, and if he doesn't take his medicine, he makes donkey sounds. He has a donkey spell. I thought that was really stupid. Uh, he also keeps a lucky rabbit spine and his house keys all in that wallet. Um, when you see the wallet, at when he throws it out the window, and then later at the end, when he gets it back, it's a pretty flat wallet that would not fit a rabbit spine or keys in it. I think that's pretty stupid. Um, yeah, overall, I hated that plot. Uh, Jack Donaghy's plot is that the company is being sold or NBC is being sold to a company called Cable Town in Philadelphia. Um, and he's super worried about it because his goal was always to run NBC and now he won't be able to. And at the end, we find out that he, um, is in talks to be the guy to take over. So he has a happy ending there. Uh, Liz does go on a second date with that guy, Wesley, cause he's the one who returns Jack's uh, Jack McBrayer, what is Kenneth's wallet? Um, but again, it doesn't look like that's going to work out very well between those two. And what was the other plotline? Tracy and Jenna. Um, Tracy is wearing a gold neck, gold necklace that says EGOT, and he's going for his Tony and his EGOT. Um, so he's going to do a one-man show, and uh, he puts on one performance uh, for five hours, and then he's like, all right, now I'm going to get nominated for Tony. And Jenna tells him, like, no, actually, you have to do at least eight performances. So she's going to coach him so that way he can do the same show night after night. And then it ends at the very end with him just reading from a phone book. So that's pretty much the plot of this show. What's your favorite joke, man? What's your favorite moment? Are you going to be shy? Are you going to own it? What's your favorite highlight? Who stood out in the limelight? Girl, I'm about to share mine. Hit me on the timeline. In the first couple minutes, uh, Elizabeth Banks' character is talking to Jack Donaghy. And I assume that they're a couple or at least have like slept together or something because it appears to be the morning and she's getting ready to leave. And she mentions that some company from Philadelphia is going to be buying some company from New York and... Jack says, like, uh, that's like Vietnam beating the U.S. in a ground war. It's just not going to happen. Um, they start talking about this guy. Uh, I forget the first name. Something Geis. Um, and he has a book called Geis Cubes. And Elizabeth Banks is like, whatever that means. Jack pulls a book off of his shelf because he has the book Geis Cubes. And he's like, you know, these cubes are just awesome information. He's like, watch, I can open this book up to any page and get some, like, interesting information or trivia or whatever and the first thing he reads is how women have less uh like flaps or folds in their brain than men and so he's like well that's a bad so he flips to another page and it says like the negroid muscular uh, musculature or something and then he quickly closes the book because this geist guy is obviously a sexist and a racist um pretty funny little joke 
the next scene, I'm not going to go scene by scene, but I'm just going to point out some of my more favorite moments or jokes. Uh, Liz Lemon is in the office and she's asking, I can't remember what character she's like, where is this guy? Um, cause we need to finish this joke, uh, about this Olympic, uh, person and you can clearly see her lips go like blah, blah, blah. And then in the Olympic vet, blah, blah, blah. But it's been ADR'd or voiced over by Tina Fey saying, uh, I can't even remember who the person is now. Like Lindsay, I don't know Olympians, Lindsay Davenport. That's a tennis player, right? Um, well, hold on. Let me, I'm, let me just find out what it is real quick. Ah, yes, it was Lindsey Vaughn for winning the gold medal for skiing. Um, I don't know if they filmed it and she just said blah, 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 because they were going to later do that better. Um, Or like, you know, hey, we'll we'll figure out, you know, uh, maybe they filmed this right before the Olympics, so then they were going to make it more relevant and include, you know, an actual person who won an actual gold medal. Or maybe that was the plan all along. But either way, it's so funny because normally when you see ADR... Um, well, that's exactly when you see ADR, you don't see it. They usually use a shot from like behind somebody's head or maybe off to the side where you can see their lips moving. But if you pay attention, you can see, Hey, that didn't quite match. Um, they never do it just head on like this. So you can see the person either saying something completely else, or in this case, she was definitely saying blah, blah, blah. Uh, very funny. I did appreciate that quite a bit. Another joke that I liked pretty well is, uh, Jack Donaghy, calls in his assistant Jonathan um, into the office because there's n- not much going on. It's pretty quiet. So he's like, what is it? Senior senior exec skip day. That usually happens in the spring. And then Jonathan suggests, uh, you know, hey, maybe we're the last two people alive. Maybe we are legend. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, play on the title. I am legend. All right, let's rank the people in this one. So not all of the usual characters are actually in this episode. So we'll go with who was there, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Liz Lemon, number one. We're going to go with, oh boy, uh, Tracy, number two. Jack Donaghy, number three. Probably Michael Sheen's character, Wesley, as number four. Um, Jenna, number five. Wait, Jonathan, the assistant, he was kind of good. So put him at number three and bump everyone else down. Um, And finally, if there's anybody else I forgot, Elizabeth Banks at number six. And then on the bottom, Kenneth. I hated that donkey stuff that was going on. Did not like it. So he gets the last spot in this one. Are you busy, ya? Do you want some, want some trivia? To go with the go with the episode that you lit, lit, listen to episode, episode, episode. Are you busy, ya? Do you want some, want some trivia? To go with the go with the go of the podcast that you listen to, that you let listen to. Um, so Liz points out to Wesley that he uses the word situation too much. Wesley is played by Michael Sheen, who is well known in the UK for his portrayal of Tony Blair who was mocked for his overuse of that word by British media. So that's kind of fun. Uh, when the dentist, uh, while in the dentist's office, Liz calls future husband, hangs up, hangs up and immediately, and he, Jesus, uh, he immediately calls back. The ringtone on Liz Lemon's cell phone is sung by Peaches called Fuck the Pain Away. Uh, this is the first episode to feature Cable Town, the Philadelphia company, cable company that serves as a parody of Comcast, so it must be a big thing that happens later. 
Uh, at the closing scene when Tracy's reading the phone book, he finishes with Lipowitz, Lorne. That's Lorne Michaels' real name. It's Lorne Michael Lipowitz. Um, and then at the beginning of the episode, while Jenna, while talking to Jenna, uh, Liz, excuse me, while talking to Jenna and Liz, Kenneth mentions the movie Fatal Attraction. Uh, Jane Krakowski, uh, who plays Jenna, played the babysitter in that movie. So pretty cool little things that they added in to the script. I uh, I did actually appreciate. I like to see stuff like that. I am just waiting for the IMDb rating. I am just waiting for the 414 rating. All right, the IMDb rating of this episode is 7.8 out of 700 or with 708 uh, votes. Kind of interesting. 7.8 with 708 votes. Uh, my rating is going to go between 4 and 14, however, and so. I highlighted some of my favorite jokes, but I'm going to base it obviously off of the overall score of the episode, um, even without context or anything. Uh, just what I thought of the episode as a standalone episode. Uh, between 4 and 14, I'm going to give this one a 7 as well. So it sounds like it'd be the same as them, but remember my scales from 4 to 14, I'm going to give it a 7. I liked some of the jokes. I hated the Kenneth storyline. Uh, with the donkey spell and all that. The Jack Donaghy stuff wasn't great. Um, the Liz Lemon part was fine. It was alright. Um, and then, not a big fan of Jenna and her character. Or, Jane Krakowski's character, Jenna, pretty much at all. And she's always pretty annoying. Um, and then Tracy, going for his EGOT, uh, was okay. But we didn't see a whole lot of his one-man show. Except him reading out of the phone book. Which is a funny idea, but again, not... Not the best. So yeah, a 7. We'll give it out of 4 to 14. That's going to do it for this episode of 414. Uh, tune in next time when we'll review the 14th episode of a fourth season of another show. Thank you.